Hello, welcome to my another podcast. We're doing episode 20, part 11, and this is chapter 11 of Cinderella is Dead. Okay, and now I shall begin. You've got a wonder, said the guard girl. Images of the women they fought at a ball flash on my head. I bring up my leg and kick the guard as hard as I can, breaking it glass. I pull the rest of my rest of the way through, tumbling down the roof or another structure under the window. It airs as chilly as I can see out over the rear of the castle grounds. The wind catches my hand off the ground of the gown and whips it around my ankles. I struggle to keep myself upright. As I inch along the roof, the guard yells, trying to tell me to come out the window after me, but he can't fit. I keep moving and gl- as I glance over the edge, the ground isn't too far away. I try to make it. If I jump, I gather myself and prepare to leap around the roof. I am. Um, Bouncing on the way with a sickening crack, gasping air. I fall and land at my back, and breath punched out of me. I walk on the side, heavily pain, spiraling down on my leg. I scramble up left to my feet and look around. A cold dag on a narrow pathway, smells of dust, a scale of water. It upset my moonlight. It shines through the world of the small windows at the outer wall. And through the hole and the ceiling I'm passing through. Several doors at the interior wall. And so all of them are bolted outside with big glass locks. The sound of water dripping on echoes down the corridor. And music in the great hall wafts like a whisper. I walk along in the cramped hall, looking back half expecting that the palace guards come bearing in at any moment. When I came to the end of the hall, the, ball, the door comes out like a exterior wall. This has to be a way out. As I turn in the hang door, I hear a faint sound, so faint I can almost lose it in the distant melody of the band's walks. I stop and listen, and the sound comes in again, and it only could be examining the door directly opposite to me. I burst over my ear in a one wooden stance, a faint flickering light, dropping the crack of the door, turned so quietly behind a locked, bolted door. Hello, I call out. The sovereign stops, and hear a western noise, I press my ear against the door. Hello, I call again. There's a small shift at the door, as if someone's trying to lean against it. But inside, hello, a voice says, above a whisper, Is someone there? I look down in the corner and fail to lose my opportunity to escape. There's some here. Why are you here? That is an odd question coming from someone. They lock the door. The bull, I say, the crying residents. Who are you? 
don't know why you're so locked up. Run away. Don't you ever come back here and save yourself. Where has she gone? A man's voice cuts through the darkness and echoes down the corridor. This week, escapes my throat. I pull out the door in exterior wall and cross them with mandatory grounds until I find a cover in the road of the tree lined. Quite some low, I peer out and see the lamps are moving around like fireflies in the distance. I want to find Luke and live on Aaron, but I can't go back like this. If the king men are, king's men are friendly, they have to execute me. I'm like, no, you want to change the words. Stumbling over the thick bundle was exposed to the tree roots. I'm still heading back to the way to pass, because the trees come thicker and thicker, and the dark is more, ever more, ever more complete. But I have no idea if I'm on a course on the main road or if I'm working, walking in a circle, kind of pretty bloats. In the, in the moonlight, it's still visible in the night sky. The voice behind the door sticks in behind my mind. I'm ashamed whoever was there. But I need to focus on escaping. I push forward to see and see what I feel like for hours on end. The cold is brittling, and I think of it my arms at my stocking feet, leaving me very numb. I don't come across the road or any trail or fence and that wander along the other edge of the palace grounds. The state is fast, and they fear that they might be too lost to find their way out. What have I got myself into? My teeth chatter together and shake uncontrollably, struggling in the dark. I notice the trees that are beginning to thin. I hope at the forest's edge is only clearing on the other side of the more trees and more darkness. I step in the open space of large rectangular structure stands, as tall as my own house, nearly as wide as structure shimmers in the silver's moonlight. A charcoal grey veins run through the marble walls. As my eyes adjust, I realize it's only a malicious and the name carving in a frozen script. I try to fill the name as my own Cinderella. Well, that's chapter 11, first already, of Cinderella's Death by Caitlin Byron, and time for chapter 12. Well, it's only 20 more chapters to go. I know, quite exciting, I know. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. See you later. The next podcast I will make.